You're listening to Light Switch the Podcast, hosted by Erica and Sakura, a podcast to help you spark aha moments about career and life through honest conversations between two friends. Light Switch へようこそ。異なるバックグラウンドを持つ二人があらゆるトピックについてディスカッションしていきます。このポッドキャストは日本語と英語でお送りします。Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Sakura and Erica. So, today we want to talk about a topic that's actually quite near and dear to me in my heart. And it is a topic that is still, in my opinion, a little bit taboo in Japan, which is about mental health. Specifically, I want to discuss about burnout at work. This, at least in my experience, is such an omnipresent experience for many employees, not only globally, but I think in Japan specifically as well. So, I'd like to have a chat about kind of the symptoms of burnout, how it can affect you, and some tips to help you avoid it. And for this episode, I do just want you to keep in mind if you're listening that obviously we are by no means mental health professionals, and therefore everything we are sharing today is purely based on our own opinions and experiences and only meant to be used as a reference. はい、皆さん、こんにちは、えー。今日は仕事でのバーンアウトについて話していきたいと思います。バーンアウトっていうのは英語でよく使うんですけど、日本語で言うと、まあ、燃え尽き症候群とかっても言われたりしてると思います。でこのトピックについてですね、今日は話していきます、えー。今日私たちが話していく中での意見っていうのは、私たち個人の経験から来たものであって、私たち全然専門家などではないので、あくまで個人の意見として聞いていただければと思います。Okay, then let's get started. First off,、um, Sakura, have you experienced feeling burnout at work before? Sakura, は今まで仕事で燃え尽き症候群って経験したこととかあったりする Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so excited when I say yes because that's a good thing. Well, I know some people may find it quite scary to talk about something negative like this, but I'm sharing my experience today in hopes to let people know that basically it does happen to a lot of people and that you are not alone. So, I have actually experienced severe burnout twice in my professional life, and the most recent one was a few years ago. Although I was surrounded by a great team, working at a great company, there were actually a few factors that led me to me burning out. So, first, I actually didn't know it at the time until I went and got professional help, but I was clinically very depressed. Second, I was doing a role that I didn't feel like fit my aspirations or my strengths that well. So I was feeling, starting to feel a little bit limited in my potential and therefore felt a bit stuck and helpless. And lastly, obviously, this is a really big part about burnout, but the workload and the pace of the work was just extremely intense at the time. Although each factor itself is not really huge, combined together led to quite an intense burnout for me. So some of the symptoms that I had personally were, you know, not like, Really physically not being able to get up in the morning anymore. Every task feeling like, even if it was small, super Herculean, huge. I couldn't eat. I slept 10 hours a night, but I was still tired in the morning. And I just felt extremely detached from work, which is something that I had loved and worked so hard for. And it seemed to become more and more like a burden to me. Basically, I showed physical signs of stress that I just ignored for quite a long time. And for the first few months, I just thought it was a slump, so I didn't even think anything of it. And you know, everybody has those periods of time where things aren't well. But when the symptoms physically started manifesting and I kind of started to feel paralyzed, that's when I basically decided to do something about it. まあ、バーナートはメンタルヘルスの話の中でよく出てくる言葉だけど、話しにくいことだと実は私の中で思っていて、思ったよりでも経験してる人は多いと思うから、その理由で今日私のちょっと経験を伝えたいと思いました。少し今私が英語で言ったことをまとめて言うと私の場合は数年前に一度仕事の理由でバーンアウトになったことがありましてで
まあ寝ても疲れが取れなかったり毎日小さいことでもすごく難しく感じたり疲れすぎて本気でもう朝起きできなかったり食べ物が食べれなくなったりストレスで働けなくなったり結構インテンツな話なんだけど、まあ、私の場合バーンアウトだけではなくかなり重いうつ病でもあったのでなのでそれを気づかず何ヶ月も頑張ってし,たしまったんですけどこのような症状が出てきてずっと我慢をしていた私でした最終的にはでももっと早く自分の状況に気づいておけばよかったと思いますなるほどそんなことがあったのね Firstly, thank you so much for sharing your experience. I'm so proud of you pushing yourself that much, but at the same time, it sounds a little bit scary, especially the part that you didn't realize that you were already burned out. まあ、そんな経験があって今のさくらがいることをすごく誇らしく思うけど本当にその時はきつかったよね。Thanks a lot, Erica. I really appreciate it. And by the way, I think honestly, my situation was probably a prime example of what not to do, which is to wait so long to address the issue. But I would love to talk about how burnout can affect you. So when someone is overworked and tired, what are some of the things that you think they may run into when experiencing burnout, do you think? 今さくらが聞いてくれた、まあ、実際にバーンアウト、まあ、燃え尽き症候群が及ぼす影響はどんなものなのか、まあ、人が働きすぎたりとか疲れすぎると、まあ、どうなってしまうのかについてなんだけど、まあくまでこれ私個人の意見だけどやっぱり疲れすぎた時とかバーンアウト寸前もしくはもうそうなってしまっている時ってまずやる気がなくなるかなっていうふうに思う。まあ、人に会う気も出なくなったりとか、まあ、全てに対するモチベーションとか元気とかが普段より断然下がっちゃうっていう気もするかな。なんか自分の中にある全てのエネルギーをもう仕事で消費しきってしまって他にはもう残ってないガソリン切れみたいな状態のイメージ。I really love that analogy. So basically what Erica said is that you know when you're experiencing burnout, one of the main things that you may feel is loss of motivation, right? To do anything, whether it's work or even meeting people or doing things that you previously loved. But what the analogy Erica mentioned was that you kind of run out of fuel. Or like gasoline, if you're a car, for example, and you're just trying to continue forward without it. So, yes, I, I mean, personally, having experienced it, that's exactly how I felt. And another question I have, Erica, actually, is that, you know, it's kind of a hard question, but I would love to hear your opinion. So, let's say that you observe a colleague that seems to have, you know, some symptoms of burnout, like detachment and tiredness. And by the way, of course, like you're not a mental health professional, it's not your job to, you know, diagnose people. So, please keep that in mind. But, you know, If it was you, would you approach them at all? Or if it was actually you who was experiencing it, personally, would you want someone to ask you if you're okay? So, yes, oh, very interesting. Okay. 今さくらが聞いてくれたのってあの、まあ、自分の周りでバーンアウトなってしまってそうだなもしくはなる寸前だなって思う人がいた時に自分が声をかけるかもしくは自分がその立場だったら周りの人に声をかけてほしいかみたいな質問だったんだけど私の場合は自分がもし経験してるとしたらやっぱ話すことで結構楽になることも多いかなと思ってて。悩み事とかも基本私は割と口に出して、えっと、解決するというか少し気持ちを楽にするタイプだからもし周りの人が声をかけてくれたらすごく嬉しいなっていうふうに思うで自分がの周りの人でちょっとバーンアウト寸前じゃないかなって思う人がいた時もできれば私も声はかけてあげたいなっていうふうには感じるただあの一人でねディールしたいっていう人ももちろんいると思うからそこはしっかりその人のねこう性格だったりとかプレファレンスを見ながらあのちょっとセンシティブにやってった方がいいかなと思うけど私のアプローチはきっと自分から声をかけるかなって思う
I definitely agree with you. And I'm kind of on the same end there. Erica mentioned that if, you know, it was her experiencing burnout, it would be nice if someone, you know, reached out or someone that she cared about reached out. And I'm definitely the same. Uh, She mentioned a lot about how actually talking it through with people can be quite beneficial. And I definitely, when I was going through that too, talked a lot, a lot with the people I trust as well, which helped me quite a bit in getting through it. So thanks for sharing kind of your personal opinion there. I do also want to mention something really important that Erica said, which is that each person deals with stress and of course burnout very differently. So I can also see how if you try to talk to someone who was experiencing it, they may not want to talk about it and that's completely fine. Um, So we just have to kind of honor and respect each person's boundaries because especially at work, I think like colleagues, I tend to get very close to that we can talk about stuff like this, but I can also understand that it can be very uncomfortable for other people as well. So if you do see someone struggling, I think it wouldn't hurt to just check in. But yeah, definitely don't need to push it or anything if you feel like they're uncomfortable. So thanks, Erica. And I think lastly, oh, sorry. <clears throat> so thanks, Erica. I think that's really helpful and important. So lastly, I want to talk about some ways that maybe we can avoid burnout. So could you share some of your tips on how you maintain a healthy work-life balance as well as maybe prioritizing effectively what you want to in life? Of course. Um, For me, I have three things I do to kind of avoid burnout. So first thing is exercise. Um, I start morning with exercise. Um, I want to believe myself as you know, like one of the morning people. (laughs) You definitely are. (laughs) So I wake up early and go to the gym every morning. But um, I think having a sunlight in the morning and a little bit of sweat from exercise wakes me up very nicely and actually helps me to feel very uh, refreshed, even though waking up early in the morning is very difficult in winter. Especially winter, definitely. Also, again, especially because I work um, completely remote, I try to go for a light walk with my husband after lunch. You know, just go outside to get coffee or snacks helps me to like refresh by getting the fresh air. But it's sometimes difficult if you're working from office. So in the office, maybe you could like stretch a little bit or walk around a little bit if you can. 私はバーンアウトの、まあ、防止策としてやってることが主に3つあって、まあ、1つ目は運動で結構私朝早く起きてジムに行って運動して朝を始めるんだけど朝に太陽の光を浴びて少し運動して汗をかくと、まあ、かなり気持ちよく目が覚めるし気分も割とあのリフレッシュできるので、まあ、この爽快感で朝を始めることを心がけてて。あと私の場合完全にフルリモートなのでオフィスにも行かないから家にずっとこもろうと思ったらこもってしまうのでランチを食べたら、まあ、コーヒーを買いに行くがてら本当に軽い散歩を、えっと、旦那さんと一緒にしたりとかできるだけ切り替えられる環境を自分で作るっていうことを心がけてるでもやっぱオフィスにいる場合ってなかなか外に出るのって難しいと思うので、まあ、デスクで軽くストレッチしたりとか本当に軽くトイレまで歩いてみるとかでもあの体を動かすっていうのを心がけるのは大事なんじゃないかなって思う。まあ、こう簡単に言うけど、仕事で忙しい毎日の中でさらに体を動かせなんて、もう本当にいっぱいいっぱいになると思うから、そんなに一気にする必要は全くないと思うんだけど、例えばまあ窓際に座って日光を浴びるだけとかでも少しは変わると思うから、<笑>まあ自分のできる範囲で自分のスタイルで始めてみたりするといいんじゃないかなって個人的に思う。なんか猫みたいに日向ぼっこしてれば、<笑>オフィスの中で。<笑> And the second thing is journal. 
So I always write journal as one of my、uh, morning routine. As I said, I wake up early and go to gym in the morning. And after I come back home, I write a journal. It doesn't have to be perfect. I usually start with how I feel that day and anything that's on my mind, good or bad, just anything. I kind of use journal to clear my head and organize my thoughts. It gives my brain the freedom to let it all out and breathe. I've been journaling for more than a year actually, and it has been helping myself to kind of relax and connect with my brain and soul. That's beautiful. で私1年以上これ朝のルーティンとして日記をつけててジムから帰ってきた後に日記を書いてるんだけどもう全然そんなかっこよく書いてるわけではなくてまずはその日の気分とかから書いて自分の頭にの中にある気になってることとかあればバーってそれをもうとにかく書き出すで騙されたと思ってやってみてほしいんだけど割とこれやると頭の中がすっきりする。であるポッドキャストで言ってたんだけど日記を書くことで自分の脳みそに全てをこうさらけ出せるあのっていうチャンスを与えてるって言っててもう本当にそういう感覚で私はやってて何も気にせずに自分の頭の中にあることをひたすら書いてどっちかっていうと自分の脳みその中の整理と理解みたいな感じでこれやると割とすっきりした気持ちで仕事に取り掛かることができるから。ちょっとおすすめですちなみにエリカってジャーナルするときにデジタルでやってるそれとも紙で書いてる私もともと紙で書いてて最近デジタルに変えた And last thing I usually do is make a to-do list of what you have to complete on the day I use Notion to track my work and I have my to-do list on Notion page So every morning I check Notion and recheck what I have to do on that day And I usually、um, keep it maximum three And I write it down on the sticky notes and then put it on the desktop monitor for me to focus on achieve those three things only. It is so easy to get distracted and then try to do more things, but having that three、uh, to do list really, really helps, really, really helps me to focus and organize. 最後は私は毎日その日一日のうちにやらないといけないことリストを最大3個まで決めて朝確認をしてるんだけど Notion っていうアプリ皆さん知ってるかもしれないんですけどそれを使っててその日やるべき最大3つのことを、まあ、Notion に書いてなおかつ付箋にも書いてデスクトップにペタッと貼ってその日はその3つのことは絶対にやり,やり遂げるぞっていうふうに自分を集中させる、まあ、そうすることで何でもかんでもやろうとするんじゃなくて、まあ、ちゃんと優先順位をつけてまずこの3つはきちんとこなそうっていうこなそうっていう取捨選択がしやすくなってる気がする。まあ、ただやってる仕事内容とかによってはこれって当てはまる場合と当てはまらない場合があるから、まあ、あくまで私にはうまくいってる方法の一つとしてあの考えていただけるといいかなと思います。How about you, Sakura? Yeah, thanks, Erica. And actually, before I get into my points, I really just wanted to say I really admire that, first of all, that you're a morning person, but actually, the tips that you mentioned is, I think, centered around routine. And I think something that I learned throughout my years of living now is that actually having a very consistent and healthy routine helps in so many different aspects of your life, including, let's say, you know, time prioritization, time prioritization as well as like mental and physical health. So I think that's definitely something I need to incorporate in my own life. So thanks for sharing that. So, this is my first time. 何回かちょっと経験したことありますので自分の中でルールを一応作ってまして、まあ、一つ目は仕事以外で楽しみやチャレンジを見つけることやっぱり仕事って人生の中でとても大きいスペースを取るものなんだよね
まあ、何かを1週間40時間以上やってるから、まあ、それは普通なんだけど仕事はまあ私にとってすごく大事なものなんだけどでもまあ人生の中で一番のプライオリティではないということにしています。I first started doing this naturally actually because I started looking for Challenge and fulfillment outside of work because I was yearning for it. But I found that actually it's quite healthy to distance yourself and understand that work is not life and I don't live to work. That kind of helped me set the right expectation for me. I care so much about work and perception of others and success. So this was actually quite difficult for me at first. But at the end of the day, I realized that I can't revolve myself just around one thing, whether it is work or not, because if that thing doesn't go well, it kind of feels like everything else falls apart. So basically, I make sure to nurture my important relationships that I have, have some fun, you know, do some hobbies that I love, and just put intentional time into doing things that I love. In Japan, it's a I used to be such a yes man saying yes to every single project and every one because I had a fear of not being liked or also had a fear of being perceived as not doing my best. However, that is something that I realized that if I don't have these hard boundaries, I end up taking all the burden myself thanklessly and that ends up really frustrating me. So now my default is still yes. But I have the power to say no if I need to. I ask myself, for example, how does this project help me grow professionally? How much urgency is there and how big is the impact for the business? And does it have to be me? Which is a very big question, I think. I've quite become strategic in delegating tasks too. I used to have some issues trusting others to do things because I'm such a perfectionist, so I hate relying on others. But trust is huge, and I think I needed to learn to lean on my teammates to support me if I needed it. So, therefore, I've learned to delegate tasks or at least ask for help if I knew I'd take on too much. Time management is just so important for avoiding burnout, and this is such a huge, huge thing that you can do for yourself. 最後は私がまあ楽しいもしくはやりがいがあると思える仕事を探すこと。やっぱりバーンアウトの理由はいろいろあるけど一つ大きい理由はやってる仕事の、まあ、意味がなんでやってる意味がわからないとか何をやっても、まあ、インパクトが見えないとか少しちょっとあのビッグピクチャーな考え方なんだけどそれを感じないように自分がやってよかったと思える仕事を探せばそのようなストレスをちょっと、まあ、少しでも減らせる。I know it's much easier said than done to find work that you'd find enjoyable or meaningful, but I do think it's important to avoid burnout because the difference between overworking and hustling, for lack of a better term, is how you feel about it, right? You could probably work 80 hours a week doing things that you love and enjoy, but 80 hours of work you hate is actual hell. So, work is never going to be la la land, of course. It requires real challenge and thought and effort. But if it is meaningful to you, it will definitely lessen the burden that you feel. Also, just Just hear me out. Just take the vacation. <laughs> Don't gamang the days that you deserve to take off. In the long run, you know, if you manage your time well and inform your manager and teammates beforehand, it shouldn't be an issue unless it is culture in the company. So, personally, I don't tend to compromise my time off anymore, although I've not really had an issue before. But I understand that it can be a little bit difficult for the situation that you're in in the company that you work for. So, that's it. 今さくらが言ってくれた通り、まり、あ、お休みが取れる場合は休みを取って旅行に行ったりとか自分がリラックスできることに時間を使うっていうのがすごい大切だよね一、まあ、日中本当に何もせずに寝るとかでもいいしとにかく頑張った自分をいたわってあげることは
本当に本当に大切だなっていうふうに私も思います、まあ、コロナになってなかなかね旅行に行けない日々が続いて私個人的にはやっぱり定期的に旅行に行ってたことで自分の中で切り替えとかがうまくできてたんじゃないかなっていう再確認ができたし、まあ、その時期に結構バーンアウト状態を感じた人も多くいたんじゃないかなっていうふうに思う最近はね徐々に旅行も前よりはしやすくなってきたし、まあ、少しずつ自分をリラックスさせる方法とかスイッチのオンオフの方法が取り戻せてきた人もいるかと思うのでそれぞれ自分に合った方法でバーンアウトにならないようにうまく調節しながら頑張っていける環境を作れたら本当にいいなっていうふうに感じます。まあ、簡単に言えるけどすごくすごく難しい内容だと思うので、Definitely. 自分のペースで自分と向き合いながら進めていくっていうことが大切なんじゃないでしょうかっていうふうに今日は聞いてて思いました Okay, well that was a lot but we hope you found this discussion helpful Hopefully these tips today can aid in finding the right balance for you to have a healthy work life それでは皆さん今日たくさん話していきましたが、えー、最初にも言った通り私たちは専門家では全然ないのであくまで私たち個人の経験からなる意見になりますが少しでも今日のエピソードから得られるものがあれば嬉しく思います今日も私たちのポッドキャストを聞いてくれてどうもありがとうございました As always for latest updates please feel free to follow us on Instagram and make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple so you never miss an episode and if you feel so inclined we would be super appreciative if you left us a rating to help let us know that we're doing a good job as well as helping others find our podcast too Thank you so much everyone I hope you have a great day Thank you, Thank you everyone Bye you.